Hey guys, welcome to HowlerPod. A couple quick notes before we get started here. The first, HowlerPod contains adult content. We will be doing some bloody damn cursing, talking about some unicorn porn, maybe a little slagging. We have a very important message. Don't be a pixie. The second thing is, this podcast contains spoilers, like a lot of them. If you don't know what the docs of Ganymede are, or why they're important, who Ares is, what happened between Roke and Darrow, this is not your podcast. Please go find something else. And now, HowlerPod. Omnisphere Lupus. My name is Ben Reinert. This is the Howler Pod. I am joined today by my wonderful co-host, Aaron Ayers. Hello, Howlers. We are here to talk to you guys about the Red Rising series. This is Howler Pod, the one and only podcast for all things Red Rising, where every week we dive deep to break down, celebrate, and discuss all aspects of the fantastic Red Rising series by Howler number one, Pierce Brown. We created this podcast because, one, we couldn't find one, and two, <laughs> we really like to talk about Red Rising and the books, and we like to reread the books and re-talk about them, so we figured um, maybe some other fans would want to do the same with us. Uh, we hope that you enjoy the journey we're about to go on. And we're super duper excited. <laughs> First thing that we want to talk about here today is just how we kind of got into the series. So, Ben, how did you discover Red Rising? Okay, so um, I found the series through randomly through a BuzzFeed article. BuzzFeed? I, uh, yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I haven't been on that website in about five years, but I think around that time I was perusing uh, while at work, probably wasting time. Bored on Reddit. Yep. And uh, found an article about Pierce Brown. Uh, I was like, this guy seems interesting. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> What's his deal? Um, I saw it was like this young author. We were the same age, um, interested in sci-fi. And he um, had this really cool sounding book series. And so I read the entire article. Pierce was very charming throughout. He sounded smart. He sounded like a really cool guy. Um, and so I was like, I got to check this out. Went to the bookstore that day, like literally that day, <clears throat> and um, bought the book, bought the hardcover, and read it immediately, and then I had to share it with you. And that segues into how I found out about it. So um, Ben uh, and my brother are both my book recommenders because um, we both, all three of us like to read fantasy Strictly fiction, um, don't like real life. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So Ben, we're here for the escape. Uh, introduced me, and because I read on a Kindle, I didn't have to go to the store, so I immediately got it. And every time a new book is released, I like to brag that his is still in the mail and mine is already <laughs> in my house. So, 
That is true. Um, when Iron Gold came out, I actually just purchased both copies because I had to start reading the Kindle book because Aaron was ahead of me. Yep. And I couldn't allow that. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so that's kind of how we f- found uh, Red Rising. Uh, Aaron was my first recruit, and now we're just trying to share our love of the series with more people, get more people interested, and also just talk about how amazing it freaking is uh, with you guys. Um, so we have a, a really cool idea for uh, the Howler Pod. Um, we're going to be doing some rereads. We'll be talking about new books coming out, um, uh, theories, whatever we want to talk about that day. I think today we're just going to do kind of an introductory podcast, talk about some of our favorite things. We've got some questions lined up. And um, we're just going to talk about the series as a whole. And then at the end, we'll kind of explain what we'll be doing with Howler Pod moving forward. So I think Aaron has uh, the, the first question. Uh, ben, who is your favorite character in the uh, entire series? I want, I want you to answer first. Oh, well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, well, mine's kind of basic. Uh, hashtag basic bitch. Um, I'm going to go with... Darrow, the protagonist. Um, and if you ask me in any series that I've read, typically my favorite character <laughs> will be the protagonist. I mean, most people are in the same boat. Yeah. I think you're fine. So, I mean, we know all of his inner thoughts. We we feel his rage. His We feel his betrayal and his love, you know. So... Um, you don't have to justify your Darrow love here. I mean. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> um, so he's my favorite. I, you know, when I'm reading uh, the books, I kind of feel like I am Darrow. Right. You know, until I'm driving and then I realize I'm not in a rip wing. So, you know. Do you feel like Darrow when, even when he's murdering people? I feel it. No. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm not a murderer. Okay, so Darrow's my favorite character. Ben, who is your favorite character? I, I don't think you can go wrong with that choice. Uh, before I say my favorite character, I just have to give a quick shout out to Ragnar because although he's not my favorite character in the series, he's very near and dear to my heart. And I feel like he just deserves a shout out at this point. So pour one out for your homeboy. Love you, Ragnar, always and forever. Um, okay, so I'm going to go... With slight curveball, and say Cassius is my favorite character. Cassius. And and this makes no sense if you've only read the books one time. So I would highly recommend rereading the books because they are amazing to reread. I've reread them, and Cassius is not my favorite. <laughs> well, you have even a better, though he's sexy. But you have a better appreciation, I feel like, for Cassius on the reread. Okay. And I think that's where this came from. Um, I do like to be a contrarian also, so I think that's kind of also part of it. But I just really enjoy his arc, like, throughout the series. Um, I read, reread the books, like, recently this year in really quick succession. It was cool just to see him develop from this really brash, you know, very sure of himself character in the first uh, book to... Also the sexiest. Right. I mean, a damn good looking man, obviously. That curly blonde hair. Uh, into this like person that's willing to to sacrifice for for something, and so by the end of the series, you know he's his own man, but he's able to kind of see what Darrow's been talking about 
and uh, hold on to their friendship. He's also not dead. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah. Hashtag Cassius lives for sure. Yeah. There was recently on the Facebook group, Hicksant Leones. Yeah. Shout um, out. Woo woo. Leones? Leones. Leones? Yeah, I, I, Latin? I, I haven't brushed up on my Latin <laughs> lately. We should take a Latin course <laughs> before we record this. Um, there, yeah, recently there was a whole post about um, if you think Cassius is dead or not. And I think most people... I just don't see how anybody, how anybody can think he's dead. Everyone's saying, like, show me the body. There's no way. Although it would be a heck of a just twist from Pierce just to like, because we're all expecting that, right? We're all saying, show us the body, Pierce, show us the body. But he's like, no, there is no. Well, he's, he's, he's every, every other death is like dragged out. Like right. he, re- he really twists the knife. Well, that was a pretty epic like final duel where he was like. But then he's, he's still alive and then we don't hear, we right. don't like see him again. Yeah. Yeah. He gets carried you know? away by the, yeah. So we don't know firsthand what happened. Whereas, yeah. you know, like EO, you're like crying and then oh yeah, he, and then he buries her and then <laughs> and then she didn't come back to life. You know, there he keeps twisting the knife. So I'm, I'm definitely team Cassius lives. I'm Me. just saying it would be kind of an interesting subversion of our uh, built-in expectations now if Pierce actually did kill him in that moment. So we'd all just be like. What the fuck, man? Yeah, I'd, I'd have to go back and read it with different expectations. Especially after that several bullshit, which I, the whole time I was like, this is not happening. And then uh, when yeah. he was alive, I was like, I knew it. You know, like hindsight. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, I've heard so many people talk about how, how mad they were in that moment when Severo gets shot by Cassius. I was just like, no. <laughs> not gonna buy it. I I refuse so. to believe this. I was yeah. like, nah, that that's dumb. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, uh, what's our what's our next question? So our next question is, um, what was your favorite uh, battle scene? Ooh, like oh, action sequence. Action yeah, scene, right. not necessarily battle, but yeah, action. Because uh, Pierce is really, really good at so good, kind of dropping you right into the middle of the action. Uh, physically and emotionally. True. Um, do you want me to take this one first? Sure. Go for it. I'm going to have to say my favorite action scene is the uh, star shell sequence in Golden Sun where they have uh, escaped Luna and they're trying to get away after uh, Darrow's fight, his duel, his razor duel with Cassius. Is that the first time we see the star shells when yeah. they're like everyone shits in their suits? And... Right. Yeah. Okay. So it's like uh, Darrow and Severo are in the star shells and they get launched out into the bridge of it happens to be Orion's ship, and then Darrow like goes in and announces to the entire ship that the lower colors should attack the golds and all that stuff. Uh, I think that sequence is just incredible. It's so uh nerve-wracking and then the way pierce describes it like them getting loaded into the star shells like the mechanical aspect of the shell loading and the gears turning and then it flying through space um is just incredible and also this is where we meet ragnar for the first time oh so that's when ragnar isn't he fighting for somebody else 
Well, he's a gold. He's like on the ship. And then Darrow comes in and he frees. He says to all the lower cutters, like, rise up. Right, right. Fight your gold. This is before the meet of men, Darrow. Right, right. And so uh, that's all. I just think that's a great sequence. And it's so, you're just like, oh my gosh, like Darrow's insane. (laughs) And uh, he's willing to do just about anything to make his goals come true. And. Uh, the way that Pierce writes that sequence is just incredibly exciting. I loved it. Um, Golden Sun is just awesome. That's 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 my choice. What's your choice? Okay, so my favorite action sequence. Um, mine's in Morning Star with the epic space battle with Ooh. the Moon Lords. Yes. Because um, space is really cool. <laughs> um, and they, uh, or not they, Pierce specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, really draws out what is happening in the in space with the ships and then right. also on the ships. Um, we also get Rokes oh, yeah. um, coming home, if you will. Right. <laughs> His comeuppance. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's, it's so epic. I remember I started reading it, like, way too late at night, and then I just stayed up all night because yeah. – it was just like a snowball effect, one thing after the other, and um, I was super jacked. I remember I went into like air punch. <laughs> I was just like, "Fuck yeah, it's awesome space battle!" Right. So um, I don't know. I feel like every time something exciting starts to happen, it's always like late at night, and then I have to stay up all night reading. <laughs> then you have to stay up till three in the morning. Right. I remember the build up to that battle was really um, intriguing. You're just like is. You just didn't know how Darrow was going to pull all this off. Well, like, he, he's always pulling stuff off where you're like, there's no fucking way. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Pierce did a really Like, at one part. point, he's in a box, and you're like, there, yeah. there's no way you're getting out of it. Right. And then he does that, I mean, he makes that super baller move, I guess, I'm not sure if it's baller or if it's gangster, but he drops Dr. <laughs> Ganymede on all those people. Ooh, I'd say gangster. gangster. Yeah. <laughs> also kind of, this is the start of Evil Darrow, that was, I'm afraid. That might be, yeah, that's the first. Okay, let's move on to our next question. I'll ask you this okay. one. If you could choose any color, what color would you be? And of course, when I mean color, I mean like your cased or cast or whatever. Cast. I mean your, when I say color, I mean your cast in society. Um, Okay, basic bitch again. I would be gold. Okay, in real life, I have like brown eyes, brown hair, so I'm I'm freaking brown, you know. Nobody wants to be a servant. I don't, yeah, I don't want to clean up like trash. <laughs> I want to be a gold and I want to be uh, like riding horses, you know, and Is this all about horse riding for you, to be honest? A little bit. <laughs> well, and they get to like leave the planets like if you're born That's true. You know, a I don't know, a white even. You, you kind of be rich and powerful and beautiful. Well, right. And tall. I'm already tall, so <laughs> might as well just keep going. Also, can we talk about how Pierce always said how tall they were in metric mm-hmm. until um, the last book he switched to feet. Oh, really? I didn't even notice that. I did because I can't understand metric <laughs> at all. And I yeah. was like Googling how tall everyone was. Right. 
And then, yeah, I noticed he switched because I was like, oh, thanks. Now now that we're in the fourth book, I can understand. So, anyways, my point is, <laughs> you know, I'd be a gold because they are rich and cool. Um, but I'm the not most saying... important part is, are you a pixie gold? Or are you a uh, iron gold? Okay, like, so... Like, are you going to the Institute? Are we talking about what we want to be or like what we like most likely would be because i'm not good at camping so i would die in the institute unless i had a horse um back to the horses um also my drinking habits and eating habits suggest that i'm not an iron gold because i don't save you know the last part of each course just to prove that food whatever you know i just go ahead and eat it so Mm. I'd say, um, you know, if I was raised in that society, unfortunately, I'd probably be a pixie. <laughs> Me too, if I was a gold. All right, but what color would you be um, if you could choose? Well, I am not a sociopathic murderer like you. Wow. So I am going to choose to be a blue. Okay. And uh, because I want to fly spaceships. That sounds like a really dope job. Uh, just give me a rip wing. Let me fly around in space. I'll maybe like pew pew a little bit, you know, like pew pew. <laughs> pull a, pull a barrel roll. <laughs> Unfortunately, though, you you end up killing people as well. That's true. By proxy. But yeah. Um, you know, I'm just going to say that I would be a blue for Darrow, so they would deserve it. Okay. Yeah. If I was going Except to Except be... for the docks of Ganymede. <laughs> they did not deserve it. I have anything to do with that, so... <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're going to be a post-society, yeah. po- post-pyramid yeah. blue. That decision was above my pay grade, and I didn't know anything about it. And so I was okay. just flying around. That's all I have to say about that. I see where the blame is going. <laughs> it's going to me. Don't tell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Okay. Good question, Ben. Thanks. <laughs> what's our What's our next question? Our next question. I've got an idea for one. What was your favorite like what the fuck twist moment in the entire series? Which one got you the got you the most? Let's Ooh. say the one that got you like oh my god. Like fuck you, Pierce. Yeah, exactly. How dare you? Yeah. Um, I'd say the kind of snowball effect of Fitchner being a total dick in the Institute and you're like, what a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Then he turns out to be Severo's dad. Right. And you're like, okay, well, that's weird because he was so mean to him. And then he turns out to be fucking Aries. Mm-hmm. I was like, because, you know, we all always thought Aries was a red or at least a low color. Yeah. No, he's a fucking gold. Whole little time. skinny, shitty gold. I mean, that was hard to believe. So that that one got me because I I couldn't have Just guessed. Didn't see it coming. Yeah. How about you? What's your what the fuck moment? Mine's probably a tie, and I'll just go quickly over the first one, like when the jackal cut his hand off, in that in Red Rising, and then killed Pax. That was like this oh, is a different Pax. this is a different book series. <laughs> 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 you know, you're like, I don't know what I'm reading here. Uh, 
this is much different than uh, the other books that I usually read in this type of genre, you know. So that was definitely like my first like, oh my gosh, my second one. And this one absolutely drove me nuts was just the ending of Golden Sun. Oh, yeah. Fitchner's head in a box, Roke, well, then betraying the... everybody, you know, betraying uh, uh, Darrow. It was just Warren getting killed. We like, didn't know where Severa was at yeah, that point. Man, that that was me when you were saying you wrote read the end of Morningstar at the at night, like uh-huh. too late Stayed at night. Up all night. That's what happened to me with Golden Sun. Is I started the end of that book like at eleven o'clock, and I was still reading until like two in the morning, and and then Crying. that's when yeah, that's when I got <laughs> to that point, and I was so worked up. I was just pacing around my room. I had roommates at the time, and I couldn't, so I couldn't go out into the rest of the house and like make make noise. <laughs> I was just like pacing around my room, like, "What just happened? Oh my gosh!" Like you uh, finished the book. Yeah, <laughs> and and everybody is dead, and Daryl is caught by the jackal, and like. Wait, is this is this when you tweeted? I tweeted at Pierce, but I didn't say any mean. I said something. I said nice. I was just like. Weren't you like, how could you do this to me? No, I was just like, oh. I feverishly finished the end of Golden Sun, and I now I can't sleep. Thanks a lot. It's two in the morning. And, and you got a like. Pierce liked it, so we're best friends. Basically. We've got a Pierce like, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he liked a tweet on Twitter.com. From Ben. From me. <laughs> we're best friends. If you best didn't friends. know. <laughs> I think that you... Once he likes it, you're immediately best friends. I thought that I'm pretty sure yeah. that's how Twitter works. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, it was. It was. It, it, it did help the you know the shock and the uh, depression between books. Exactly. Yeah. It was very nice of, of Pierce to do that. I feel like that's maybe why he reached out to me like he did. He really held your hand through that. Exactly. <laughs> with that heart. <laughs> yeah, that one little heart just got me through. What's our next question? I w- let's let's just talk, let's talk about our favorite book. What's your favorite book in the in the series? Ooh, so my favorite book is normally whatever book I'm reading. Yeah. Um, at the time, and since we just started rereading, it's Red Rising Book One. But I don't know. I I still really liked Morning Star. Yeah. I thought. You know, all around, everything was kind of tied up in a bow. Mm-hmm. We didn't necessarily need three more, even though we wanted them really bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a baby at the end. Right. It was it was a nice ending. You know, we had some happy times ahead. Right. So, um, and the epic space battle. Mm-hmm. So probably overall, I'd say Morning Star. But That's a good choice. Um, you know, you never know. Could be Dark Age. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> not, not super looking forward to the heartache. Right. Well, uh, Morning Star you? has like one of the most heartbreaking moments in the entire well. series. Uh, but that's true. It, that's, Are you it, talking about Ragnar again? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to even talk about it. It's too close to my heart but we also get justice right a little bit yeah i mean Aja gets wait she gets killed he died and she died in the same book i thought those were two different books ragnar yeah he dies in morningstar he gets killed by Aja, and then she gets killed by severo at the very end when severo pops back to life that felt more spread out than that yeah well there's a lot of shit that went down (laughs) in between because 
they go from Mars all the way out to the Moon Lords. That whole Moon Lords thing goes down. Right. And then they go back to Luna after that. So there's a lot that goes on. There's a lot of plot in that book. Yep. yep. Sefi the Quiet. Right. Speaking and shit. Yeah. That was pretty Not cool being too. quiet. Yeah. <laughs> so Ben, what is your favorite book? And you can't pick the same one. And there's only three left. I'm going to go with Golden Sun. Uh, just for the reasons that I talked about earlier. It was um, such a good read. And I love the shift from the first book, which, you know, it was really good. It had some of those like dystopian kind of teen fiction themes, though. Mm-hmm. And then those completely shift into a more like like murder like game of thrones plot intrigue type, more characters right character work and i love that shift in the series uh, i red rising amazing book the pace and the action and just like how quickly it moves forward how it just barrels forward to that uh, awesome ending uh, i will always love but i do like the shift to kind of more of an adult tone i guess um in Golden Sun, and how that plotting element, the betrayals, the the back and forth, the uh, planning that goes into that book, I thought was just awesome. And I think that sets up the rest of the series really well. Don't we also get our first real, um, like, landing with the razors drawn? Yeah, the Iron epic. Rain. Right. Yeah. That's Iron just, Rain, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Iron rain, iron rain. <laughs> we should do a remake. <laughs> Check that out. Yeah. <laughs> be on the lookout for that. Uh, yeah, that, that book just That's got... That's pretty exciting. That opening space battle, the star shell sequence I talked about, pew, pew. introducing Ragnar, the iron rain, the betrayal. I think that, just, that book has it all for me. Love it. I yep. also like it too. I'm not saying I don't like it. Well, sure. We you just asked me to pick a favorite. They're all my favorite. We love the entire series. That's okay. why we're Oh, here. okay. Okay. <laughs> I felt like I had to defend Sometimes, my love for all of them. Yeah, but I mean, every parent has a favorite child. They just won't tell you what their favorite are. And we're here to tell you what our favorite child is. So I think for our last question, we want to look forward a little bit. Bum, bum, bum. Aaron, what's your wildest? Like a uh, dark age theory. Like, what do you think is going to happen next in the story? My wildest, darkest. <laughs> yeah. Theory. So, uh, based on the title and the snakes on mm. the cover, mm-hmm. um, I think Pierce is going to bring us lower than we've ever been. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow lower than the box mm-hmm. or even the head in the box. Lots of boxes. Maybe there'll be more right. boxes. Um. I I think we'll see more of the syndicate queen. Who is that? Um, there's lots of theories going yeah. around. I've heard like Harmony, maybe. Yeah, I, I don't know that she would make that big of a comeback. Because right. we haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah. But Isn't maybe. is she dead, though? Yeah. Harmony, no. Or she, she wanted Darrow to blow up the party, and then she kind of disappeared. Right, okay. Yeah, right. Um... Yeah, I've had an th- interesting idea, and I was just, um, I don't know where I read this, but the in the time before the conquering, so this is before the golds like conquered Earth, um, they called that time Dark Age. 
the Dark Age. Oh, you think we're having a prequel? So, no, I don't oh, think it's okay. a prequel, but I just think maybe it's That'd like cool. the golds come back strong. So I think in like Lysander comes back into the fold hardcore with all these moon lords and they do like a reconquering. And then we've got major issues. Oh man, we're going to like with Darrow like on a war path. He's like crazy war guy now. Yeah. Can't can't control himself. And um we've got good guys are obviously uh split apart. We got Severo going back to Luna. Um so I don't know. I just thought that was interesting that the time before the conquering was called the Dark Age and now Pierce has named his next book the Dark Age. So I feel like maybe we're he's setting that up for a reconquering. reconquering of some sort. So the pyramid wasn't down for long. I'll think Cassie's going to come back and he's going to be the key to somehow helping Darrow out. Like he's going to come back and either save Darrow in some way or um, put his, like sacrifice his own life to let Darrow continue his mission. So that's my other prediction. Okay. Um, I like it. Also, while you were talking, and I was definitely listening, I remembered um, Harmony is the reason the um, Jackal knew who Ares was. She's the oh, reason yeah, yeah. everyone died. Yeah, she fucked a lot of stuff up. So, I don't know. Right. Maybe it is her because she's clearly. I've just heard that as one of the theories. I've also heard maybe it's like maybe it's actually Sephi, is the syndicate queen. Oh. Um, and then. But she just like got off the ice. That'd be a lot of work. That would be, yeah. I guess we are kind of ten years ahead. Yeah, there's ten years. So. Ahead. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of interesting theories out. If you guys have a cool syndicate queen theory, <laughs> syndicate queen. It's hard theory, to say. Yeah. Uh, let us know. Yeah, please. I haven't thought about it hard enough. Yeah. I'd like to read some more theories. Okay, so let's go into our final segment. Um, what are you into this week? Yeah, so this is um, going to be a little switch up from the Red Rising talk. Uh, at the end of every podcast, we just want to talk about uh, what we're into, what we've been checking out, um, what we're reading, watching on TV, whatever. Yeah. So... Uh, in this week, I'm into this book called Dragon Teeth by Michael Crichton. It's his last book. Like, I think it was taken from, I think it was like right before he died or taken from notes after he died. And it's really cool. It's about these uh, 1800s fossil hunters. And it's like the guys on the cutting edge of finding the first dinosaur bones. Get it? Cutting edge. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. <laughs> But it's about these two professors who are at a heated rivalry to find uh, dinosaur bones and be like really famous paleontologists because it's uh, this time when all these new species are being discovered. And um, it's really cool. It's like kind of cowboys and Indians aspect to it. There's some um, intriguing plot twists and it's uh, based on true stories. So it's all taken from like notes and diaries, and then it's made into kind of a historical fiction novel. So I would highly recommend it. It's a really quick read. Uh, It's really exciting. So it's called Dragon Teeth by Michael Crichton. Awesome. Yeah. I'll squeeze it in. Yeah, you should. Aaron, what are you into this week? Me? So uh, 
this documentary. Uh, it's from 2017 called The Farthest Voyager in Space. Um, so if you don't know about the Voyagers, then uh, you haven't been paying attention <laughs> to space or the news. Anyways, uh, it's about the two Voyagers that we launched, mm-hmm. and it tracks them through their conception and through the actual launches. Um, and it's a really well done documentary. It's uh, kind of artsy as well as informative, and it's not like overly cheesy like some space documentaries. Right. Um, yeah, and it shows like the first photos we saw from Voyager Two, which was actually the first one we launched. Oh, cool. And um, when I saw the photos of Jupiter, I definitely cried a little because I was like, <laughs> it's real, <laughs> you know. And uh, also, if you Google um, the, like, where are the Voyagers or Voyager tracker, mm-hmm. you can actually see how far away from the Earth they are. Oh, wow. And the the tracker ticks up, like, thousands of miles every right, second. they're going so fast. So it's, I don't know. My brain can't conceptualize more than like a football field length so it's just like crazy to me how far away they are i can't even imagine it what is that on um the tracker no what's the uh documentary on oh i saw it on netflix oh nice so the farthest voyager in space 2017 all right so dragon teeth and the farthest voyager in space those are our recs for this week uh come back next week where we are going to start our first reread. So our reread is going to be chapters one through six, which is part one of the first book, Red Rising. And we're going to be doing a full breakdown. We'll talk about some of our favorite things. We'll talk about everything that happened. So uh, you guys should start rereading now. And then next episode, chapters one through six. And I know it's hard to stop at six, but you know we'll be going through all of the book if you stay with us. So just one through six. Hope you guys enjoyed the episode today. Uh, This has been Howler Pod. Per Aspera, Ad Astra. Howler's out. Howler's out.